See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. You're now cranking out the podcast. And as as we're cranking out the podcast. Yeah, I kinda, I counted with Don that between him and this one, I've been like on 150. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that's, that's a hundred. That, but that's 101, for those of you counting at home. This is Slow Robot Go Big Show number 101. And that was us musing about our many, many podcasts. Yeah. I've never even counted how many I've been on because it's been... You've done uh, like 300, right? No, f- oh, probably close to 500. 500? Well, 245, 246 on Bunch of Dorks, 101 here. And then I was on that other one, that goofy... that There's like some goofball that used to be a Sam Kinison guy. Oh, I, didn't I was know on that. his for a while. And, um... Oh, gosh. Three, yeah, that's rounding up pretty high. Maybe four hundred. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of talking for no reason. Okay, so anyway, why are we here? This is Slow Robot Go Go. You can uh, that we are the dedicated to reviving, revealing, revering, uh, (laughs) B movies, reviewing B through Z movies from days of yesteryear regurgitating, regurgitating like little. You got the listeners are like the little chicks, and we're like going blah. Ah, here's a movie for you. Reanimator. How's that for a visual? Reheating. <laughs> Reanimator. Yeah, that's a yeah. good movie. I never saw that movie. Really? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm no, surprising. It's cheap and cheesy, but it's good too. Kind of like our movie that we did. Yeah, yeah. that's and that's what it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's that's about, what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so, so where can you find us? Anywhere on the internet or the interwebs or the inter of your mind. Is is where you'll find us. You can <laughs> I was expecting to say, or the inner course, you know, but, <laughs> or the you know, inner portions <laughs> of your heart, yeah, because that's where we reside in your heart, in and your in heart, your and in your gut, and in your in your lower mind. intestines. So anyway, uh, you you can find us on iTunes, Slice Radio, Stitcher, yada yada yada. But the real place you should be going, other than which yada yada yada, I've never been there. Before. Oh, that's www.yadayadayada.com uh, forward slash Why am cool I here? Pl- I'm gonna go there later. Uh, dot org. Yeah. Dot net. Dot net. At interwebs.com. Okay, yeah. so anyway, uh, you can you should be going to first of all slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is our home base. That is where you're going to get all the juicy stuff. And if you wanted to find out about what kind of juicy stuff is being posted there, you would join our Facebook. That is, go on Facebook and search for Slow Robot A Go-Go. And other than that, you should be going to the hub of all internet entertainment. That is, of course, bunchofdorks.com. There you will be pre-presented with three buttons of mystery. First one, Slow Robot A Go-Go. Just told you what it was, so why would you need to know what that is? Third one, Bunch of Dorks, a newly reinvigorated old podcast in which I talk about a subject or subjects and then play lots of music, of which I've been getting a ton of new bands signing on. Nice. Yeah, it's been pretty exciting. Um, I got a 50-pack. Uh, this, there's this record company that I kind of buy a lot of stuff from, and they had a 50 for 50 sale. I sent them $50. They sent me 50 CDs, and this is like a wow. this is a sale I have every once a year towards the end of the year 
and it's a lot of indie bands, a lot of crazy stuff. You know, you don't know what you're getting. You just get a big box, and uh, that's exciting for me because stuff? yeah, yeah, indie okay. punk, some all different kinds of music. It's it's really kind of cool, and that's the kind of music I like to discover. Um, that's the one. That's some of it's just boring and malaise, and some of it's really awesome. And that's what you got to do. You dig through to find the gems. And of course, I contact the ones I like and say, "Hey, would you guys consider being part of the bunch of dorks stable?" And if I get a reply back, which is a probably about sixty percent of the time, they are more than happy to let us play their stuff as long as I say go to their website. So it's a win-win for everyone. Indie bands are struggling to get out there, and um, I certainly love to have exciting new music. So that's Bunch of Dorks. Then there's a third button in the middle. But before I go to that, there's a guy sitting next to me. Who the hell is this guy? Why is he here? What does he do? Who are you? I'm Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And I am here. <laughs> for the promo- beer. <laughs> for the beer, yeah. I've actually been... I've actually, Baby! <laughs> I actually had some uh, leftover champagne, so I've been hitting the champagne this week. Yeah, so there you go. Champagne. champagne. Oh, my God. Champagne in it always. Champagon? Champagne. Champagne and Lacey, remember that? Or show? as I call it, a headache in a bottle. Uh, I don't drink that much. Anyway, the third button would be Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast. Tuck there nightly, neatly in between. That's right. Click on the Cyclops, people. Click on the Cyclops, and you'll get comics, comics reviews, comic book movie, anything you want to know about a comic book or didn't want to know will be there. Nice. And I'll tell you straight up, as somebody who doesn't know much about the funny books. These guys are wealths of knowledge. They, right. You guys know so much about... We know too much. You guys are Way great, man. You know so much about that stuff. and That's really... King Don, Houston, the Rookster, me, yeah. and... <laughs> the uh, Rookster. Whoever else shows up. Rookster takes Pawnster. There you go. Rookster takes Pawn Stars. There you go. Pawn Stars. He should go there, and then I can say that officially. Rook, uh, Rookster takes Pawn Stars. Yeah, that too. Nice. And then, and then that my pod, uh, my blog, Destination Nightmare, where you'll get comics and podcasts and music and reviews and all sorts Man, of you, stuff. Man, that, that's awesome. You, that is a good. That's a good site. You really have a lot of deep insight and knowledge about deep. stuff. Deep. And you, no, you write about really good stuff. You know. Man, you, well, I, my friend Pat does it too. You know. Yeah, so. it's really cool. It's I'm finding I, old obscure artists and giving them, you know, uh, an, another chance for people to discover them because the old stuff is the good stuff in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's the real. I mean, it's the early stuff. It's. The, I mean, there's new stuff coming out that's cool too. That's but fine. you know, but yeah, but there, you go back to some of that old stuff and you, you really find the gems that have been forgotten. And you're like, wow, this is really cool. You yes, know, thanks to the miracle of the internet. I'm like that with a lot of the, uh, garage stuff from the '60s. Um, oh yeah. I'm not a '60s flower child, flower child kind of guy. Um, but you play one on TV. That I play one on TV. But uh, I find some of this garage stuff because uh, I. Uh, yeah, like as I've talked about, stuff like yeah, that. as I've talked about, I love the Japanese um, girl punk garage stuff. Now that's obviously 80s, um, but it's all influenced by a lot of the garage stuff from the 60s, and and that's like the connection. And then you you listen to it, and you're like, wow, that sounds so cool. You know, I love it that it sounds really raw, and there's not a lot of effects, and there's not a lot of sometimes not a lot of quality, but that's what I like. You know, yeah, well, that's rough good. notes. Bad drumming and screaming, and I'll, if it's a girl screaming, like the 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 the, the lyrics, even better. I, I totally into it. Uh, yeah, there you go. Good stuff. Talking about girls screaming, we have a movie for you with a screaming girl. Oh my god, I don't know how much screaming there was. My brain was screaming. Yeah. We picked a real gem for you this week, but never mind that. What have you watched, Doctor Morbius? You go first, because uh, I have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I remember now, but you go first. Anyway. All right. And what I watched this week? 
Okay. Well, last week, when right before... I didn't put this on last week's list because I hadn't seen the whole thing. But uh, you just seen the look of horror on Dr. Morbius, uh, Dr. Morbius's face when he walked in and saw me watching uh, Highlander 2. Highlander 2, yeah. And, and, and he looks at me and he goes... You used that as a versus movie, and I was like, "Well, just because it's terrible doesn't mean I'm going to watch it." That's true. And I and I did. I watched Highlander two. I don't even think that's really a movie. It is a movie. It's like a made up of movie parts. It's like a hot dog of movies. Yeah. And then I watched um, a very interesting documentary, Papatopoulos. Oh um, yeah, I saw that on Netflix. Did you yeah. see that well, about that guy making the movie? Yeah, the guy, Jim Wynorski. Yeah, yeah, Wynorski and how he. It was a very interesting movie. It's all about like the Gonzo style of B movie making, and um, I don't know. It's it's very interesting because Corman's on there talking. Like a lot of the people that I I'm familiar with, you know, uh, are on there, and and it just like he made he makes this movie. It's a Blair Witch um, <laughs> B B porn movie. Like it's not a porn movie, but a <laughs> yeah, skin of softcore movie, and it's basically he makes it in in three days. Like oh, wow. and that's like what he's his turnaround on movies is like three and four days and you're like why I don't know see because it's, it's cheap and it's um you know he's making money off it and yeah you know I'm sure he's got like Corman if he's making them for Corman he's probably getting like a twenty thousand dollar budget or something yeah like exactly that. yeah well whatever and then I watched the live action version of Fist of the North Star Fist of the North Star is one of the first animes I've ever I ever saw. Um, it was an ultra bloody, ultra, not gory, but it was one of those fountain of blood kind of, uh, movies, uh, the, the anime was where like when somebody got punched, there was a, there was a geyser of blood coming out like that would rival, you know, uh, the biggest, um, volcano in the world. It was just crazy. It was a very crazy movie. I didn't say, I wouldn't say that I liked it, um, but I didn't dislike it. You know, it was just one of those that you're like, okay, well I saw that. And then I found a live-action version on the Netflix and watched it. And There's a comic book, too. Yeah, I'm sure it was based off and that. I, and once again, I forgot to bring you your comic book, so yeah. there you go. Oh, there you go. And then that rolled, that uh, that had me in the mood, so I rolled right into the live-action Double Dragon, which was just a thing. Uh, that was a comic book, too. Yes, it was. Double Dragon? They, Marvel made a comic book of Double Dragon. Yeah. Well, that was, was that based off the Nintendo game? Probably. Well, not I Nintendo, but it was um no, it wasn't Nintendo. Who was it? I don't know. Oh damn it! Whatever. It a, I think it was Atari, it, wasn't it? No, it was Tyco. I think it was Tyco. T I. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Hasbro, uh, Mattel. Yeah, it doesn't know. matter. I know it was on the Nintendo system because I played it early and often. Um, then I watched a Jean Claude Van Damme movie that was on my list, but I had to delete it off my list because it wasn't released yet, and that was Alien Uprising. Um. You know, John Claude played a good character in it, um, but he w- he was like a side character. This was one of those aliens invade, and they show like what humanity does. They don't show the aliens so much. It's a lot of the talkity talk talk, and it was set in Britain, and I don't know the uh, or London. Whatever. It was it was a movie, and then and then finally I watched Event Horizon. Remember that. Vaguely, it was kind of like a horror movie thing, yeah. set in that deep good, space. Huh? Uh, it was okay. I, I think a lot of people think of Event Horizon and then they mix it up with that one that was Contact, which was not mm-hmm. good. And yeah. then uh, and then people go, oh, I don't like that movie. 
but whatever. All right, that's all I watched. What did you watch this week? Dr. Well, well before I, I, I talk about the documentary that I watched on Netflix, I want to I want to give a big shout out to Netflix though. <laughs> they are so great, Netflix. You're so great that you screwed Wait, up. Wait, my sarcasm meter is, is yeah. going a little bit. All right, yeah, go that you're so great that the movie we were originally going to watch this week was just taken off. It was just taken off. Both within of the last week. So <laughs> yet yeah, last night when we were, when we were going to go to watch our movie du jour, oh it was gone. But thankfully, the movie that we used as replacement was probably. Just was probably just as fun. <laughs> it was more fun as the, as the other fun. one might have been. So once again, thank you, Netflix, you douchebags. Yeah. yeah, Netflix is kind of getting choppy. Like they're kind of like a, it's a little. Yeah, I'm not I'm not dropping the service. Of course, no, I'm not going to do it right now. But um, yeah, they're kind of goofy right now. Yeah, I don't uh, know what their deal is, but they better get their s together because it's like, come on, you guys, you know what I mean. I, c- I can tell you that when I first got Netflix, I probably had like 400 movies in my queue, and I probably lost about 150 of them that one day where they dropped the MGM movie. Yeah, like, boy, everyone to, to pick up what you I, know to pick up what crap. I think I think they're losing their licensing stuff because everyone thinks they can do it. Like MGM Part thinks they're gonna have their own pay thing Warner for their does. movies. Yeah, that's I mean I don't think pe- I don't think it's gonna work. Well, no, the problem the other problem too is that Amazon's got their own. Amazon Prime, you can get a bunch of movies from. Redbox has got a bunch of movies. Yeah, but no one's going to do it. Blockbuster's got yeah. a streaming. Everybody's got a streaming. We'll have a streaming soon, you know. Yeah, why not? What the hell? You know, as long as we can get on Roku and make some money, we'll have a, <laughs> we'll have a, we'll have slow robot streaming coming soon to a TV near you. Just as long as we, you know, I was looking at it. There is a there is a way to get a Roku channel made. So we need to look into that. But at any rate. Oh, Let's yeah. not give away too many ideas on the air. No, we got that. We got that damn video project that we started. And well, I just, 2014 will be the year of our. I hope ascendance. so, man. I gotta like. I we have other. I- we have that other idea too that we should yeah. talk about. I have later. to stop being so lazy and just edit. All I had to do was edit this down. I have the raw footage. I'm such a lazy bastard. No, no, no. We'll 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 move we'll move on <laughs> into uh, further further adventures. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, what else did you see? Anything? Okay, I watched the documentary going through Netflix and their stupid little queue that's about one inch big of like 50 movies in a row which you, which is hard to figure out what's what i just happened across a documentary that i actually had wanted to see for a while it's called the story of big star and um you can't hurt me and it's about one of these cult bands from the 70s big star alex chilton being the lead singer that was kind of one of these bands that didn't sell any records when they were around but in but post you know, their career, they sold tons of records and influenced, like, tons of bands, like, in hmm. the 80s. Mostly, like, the college bands from the 80s or whatever. So, this is kind of like their, you know, the, the this is kind of their story, even though I've known it before. What was interesting about it was was that there was actual footage of the band that I'd never seen before. Just pictures, because obviously, this band didn't tour a whole hell of a lot. And it was in 73, 72. So, you know, they didn't, like I said, they didn't sell a record because of... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, bad distribution deal for uh, that they had, and they just kind of became popular because they actually broke up after the first record because the main, the main guy in the band, Chris Bell, who was the producer and the, one of the main writers, just got pissed off that the other singer-writer, Alex Chilton, got all the uh, attention, and he just quit the band. So the band yeah. had like broken up, but then some guy in the in the uh, in in the record company decided to have like a meeting he tried he was trying to get together the rock and roll writers of america and kind of like have them for a union of sorts so they brought them to memphis 
and they gathered together in a hotel and had like a big old, you know, convention or whatever. And they were able to get a big star to reform and play a show. And they loved the band so much. They technically, they kind of became a critics band right there because there was only critics in the audience really watching them. So the critics got behind the band and promoted their second record. But again, the record company went under, couldn't sell any records. You know, all the all the rock writers of the 70s were a bunch of goofballs and stoners anyway, so they never became a union or anything like that. They just took it as a free trip to Memphis to get drunk and stoned and listen to music or whatever. So Big Star never really made it. But somehow or another, like bands from like North Carolina and from other countries picked up on those records and read the reviews and actually found them in like used bins and, you know, this and that. And in, and in Europe, it, it was kind of revived because there was European pressings of these things. And little by little, from word of mouth and from radio stations, and some, the, the records started selling again. And then all of a sudden, when you know the, the company picked them up, put out the I'm on vinyl here, they got buzz. And then like you know, when CD came along, it's like they started you know making more records. And then they became like you know the biggest band you never heard of, basically. Yeah, you know? Who is this again? It's called Big Star. They had they had three records. The what the first one was kind of like a, there was kind of like a. It was from '72. It's kind of revival of Beatle esque stuff. You know they kind of did the power pop, because around '72 '73 it was a lot of prog rock, which I love, and a lot of heavy rock like Black Sabbath and stuff mm, like that. That's the stuff I like. But the but the power pop stuff, which was the hard rock and like a cheap trick type stuff, yeah, yeah. was kind of dead, except for maybe well I shouldn't say dead. I mean Badfinger had a, way out. Badfinger or, 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 had some hits. And um, and uh, the Raspberries had some hits, so they kind of became like the southern version of that. Mm. And they put out three good records. The problem, the thing was, nobody heard them. The first one never got any airplay. The second one never got any airplay. But then on the third record, the band basically broke up. But then Alex Chilton, the drummer and the producer, kind of got together and said, "Well, let's make a third record." And it's one of the kind of like most drug, one of the more drugged out, depressing but good records you've ever heard in your wow. life, you know, so they got that vibe going on. And then, you know, it just picked up from years later. And, 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 and it's a great documentary. It's on Netflix. You should watch mm, it. That sounds cool. But the most depressing part about it was during the making of this thing and the releasing, which I think was from 2009 to 2012, the two me- three members of the band died. So that's pretty bizarre. Wow. Well, two members... And the producer, Chilton died, the bass player, Andy Hummel died. He's in the documentary. He died in 2012. And the producer, Jim Dickinson, died too. So that's kind of a strange legacy that this... Uh, yeah. But the music lives on. And, and you know, bands like R.E.M. And, and stuff like that got started by being influenced by uh, Big Star. So definitely yeah. check it out on Netflix. It's one of the good things on there. And uh, that's Boy, it. And if you, re- if you like, find a discover a band yeah. that that you really love and that that never made it past like oh, yeah. garage level you have a tough it's road intensity, to intensity but it's, it's intense oh, too oh it's love i love it like it, but it's hard that's what happened to me with lulu's marble yeah there you i go. fell in love with that band my god they had 3 albums then the singer died and then that's they disappeared it. and they're from another country that's you it, can forget man. it man i got i got the 3 cds well but holy hell well, I got, the, well i got a vinyl record and 3 cds well the the big star stuff does did get Re-released or oh, okay. CD, and then and then, you know, Alex Chilton decided to capitalize and started touring again with some, with the drummer and the other yeah, two. Yeah, with whoever they the call them. Po- they they got a couple of guys from the Posies and as Big Star, and they toured, and they actually released a couple of records which were okay, not as good as the originals, but they did get yeah. the notoriety. Something like Lulu's Marble is just like until somebody until an American musician 
of, of big fame, like right. somebody like you know, um, well, well the Jack White from the White Jack Stripes. White. When Jack White starts playing their songs, and then they'll be like, "Who's this guy?" Then, yeah, then I can probably sell those three CDs and I'll make like a hundred thousand dollars. Well, and then they'll know, get yeah. the cult. Uh, you know, somebody's got to pick up on it, like they did with Big Star. Somebody, well, like they did with the Five Six Seven Eight. With the Five Six Seven Eight, that was Quentin Tarantino. They were huge. I'm mean, not huge. They were they were yeah. around and people knew of them, but once it got into Kill Bill, exactly, that, they went crazy. That was insane. Uh, all, all these bands that have to be, I mean, in, in a weird sense, they're not the same type of music, but Big Star is almost kind of like the Velvet Underground. They didn't sell any records when they were around, but they influenced a lot of bands, and post, you know, history, them. Yeah. they became, and of course, but but with the Velvets, Lou Reed had a big career, and he had a hit, yeah. so that was uh, a different story. So cool. there you go, Big Star, check Did you it watch out. anything else? That's it. That was it? All right, and before I forget, which I already did once... Um, we had. I wanted to welcome some new listeners, some new people that were that are subscribing to us. Um, Movie Prescription. There's a blog called Movie Prescription. They uh, f- they like our. Uh, they follow us now. Matt, um, God, G A G A J D O S. How'd you say that? I can't read it. Godjdos. Yeah. Godjdos. I don't yeah. know. Um, he is following us, and uh, he he has a blog. Mister GS's kids. And then there's another one that followed us. We picked up three f- listeners this week, which was kind of cool. I awesome. Mean, um, this one is R-N-W-D-G-A-F. That's not even a word. I don't even know why. But so welcome uh, to, I, I always like to, at least if I remember, and if I haven't, if I, f- if I forgot you when you did uh, start subscribing to us, I, f- I want to say I apologize. But these three uh, jumped on board. I think our big 100 um, episode got a really pretty good uh, hit. We got a lot of listeners, and I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, wow, that's cool!" and started subscribing and, and the following hits us. Just keep on coming. I hope, I hope they do. I, and well, welcome new listeners. If you have anything you want to comment or say, or send send us emails z e n b o n e at hotmail dot com, or go on our Facebook group. Uh, if you click on any of the pictures on our uh, on the each of the episodes, it'll take you right it hot links right to the Facebook group. And we, we right. welcome new listeners, and we welcome nude listeners too. Yeah, yeah. especially female from nude the eighties. Yeah, um, with like with like that looked like they were in some like rock band or, or some sing. They, the, the girl looked like she was in that band from the eighties expose. She I'll tell you that straight look. up, the eighties threw up all over this movie that we're doing this week, and uh, we'll get to that later. First, we're going to do some trailers, then we're going to do our top ten lists, and then on to the eighty rific. Indonesian hot mess we'll that be, is coming. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Crystal! Ladies and gentlemen, there are two movies being shown in this area that we sincerely would like to warn you about. The titles, The Gruesome Twosome and Something Weird. These are without exception the bloodiest, goriest motion pictures ever produced. If you are the least bit squeamish, do not attempt to see them. We have told you about many horror movies that you probably got a big kick out of, but these are different. If you are at all impressionable, don't see them. If you have an impressionable teenager, under no circumstances let him or her see it. Absolutely no children will be admitted. Both of these films are in color, which even makes the horror more horrible. We are sincere in warning you about these movies. The titles again are Gruesome, Twosome, and Something Weird, and they are honestly the goriest films ever produced. See them if you must. But we wanted you to know what to expect. 
Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. She was a car hop who wanted to be a country singer. He was a hustler who dreamed he was Billy the Kid. I'll make love to me tonight. Just two young lovers who found out too late that once you hit the road, you can't go home again. Emma Dalton said, it made me a criminal. Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, starring Marjo Gortner and Linda Carter. All they ever wanted was each other. Rob us a bank. But six cars, three states, and two banks later. Hey, all just your men in your respectable positions, and we take care of business. Every cop in America wanted them. All right, boys, if you don't come out in three seconds, we're going to let them have it. For a while, they had something. He knows what's going to happen. And then... Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. All right. Yes, those are... Um... Interesting movies. So, okay. <laughs> Gruesome Twosome, H.G. Lewis. Yeah, something weird video. Are they still around? The, the uh, unfortunately, yeah. No, not unfortunately, yeah. For, yeah, they're still around, but unfortunately, the uh, the the guy who started it just died, Michael Vrainy. Really? He just died a few, like, of some of cancer. So. You know, and, like, I was looking at that. that well, who did that one, Mondo Macabro or whatever? That's a guy named, uh, what's, I know his last name is Tombs. How, how many of these places, how many of these are there? Cause I know the, I have a couple, but I, I know, know how the, many. the the pinky violence ones. That one, that what was it, Panic House? I think they're out of business. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think they have to. They kind of come and go pretty quickly. Mondo Macabro started a while ago. Started more what than was that, ten years Sinister ago. Sinister Cinema. Those remember those Sinister's VHS? still around. They are. Okay, they're well. still around. I still get emails from them. something <laughs> weird. Still around. Maybe I just don't find Mondo them. Mondo Macabro kind of got into more in the mainstream because they were in Borders and stuff like that. They weren't. I mean, Sinister Cinema did, too, because they were doing the, uh, yeah, yeah, the double yeah. features, but that ended, and, and they're just basically like a DVR. You know, they make a DVR, Burn to Order or whatever, uh. but Macabro was actually sold in stores. I think they're still around. He doesn't put out that many movies anymore on DVD because all the outlets are gone, basically. You know, that's yeah. that's the other problem. You know, I have a burned... I have the two, three seasons? Two seasons. I have the... They burned copies of the Stanley's So You Want to Be a Superhero reality show oh, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. copy I've, I have the seasons of those okay we bought them and I I guarantee we're, I, I think I'm the only person that owns those in the whole entire universe <laughs> like they're gonna be worth something never okay so what was our top 10 this week Oh, I just dropped it. <laughs> Our top ten things that are on the floor we, right now. Things we hate about television. Yeah, television right. things, things that annoy us the most about TV. And there's a lot, but I was only, I only yeah. have ten. I think I, I think my list is the top twelve of top ten. You know. Okay. So. All right, good. go ahead. What do you got for us, Doctor? Okay. Morris? First of all, <laughs> uh, what do we got here? I, 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 it's okay. I can't hardly read. Okay. <laughs> my, my, this is this is the one that I hate the worst. I despise these things. These are the pieces of shit that destroyed late night television. Uh-oh. Okay, we all know them as infomercials. Ooh. I hate effing infomercials. Okay, Billy Mays here. Billy Mays is dead. <laughs> I mean, I'm sad to hear. I'm sad that happened, but no, he passed away. But I mean, how you know? I don't need a half hour show to explain boner pills, okay? Even though even though that infomercial they did for boner pills was kinda of funny years ago. You know, I with the three remember that. you never saw it with the three hot chicks and they were going like, Oh yeah, bigger is better, yeah, you no, know and the I'll, snarky guy hosting the show. Oh dude, that was a classic. I only know the modern era of the infomercial. Well those people, are from like two thousand and four or whatever, yeah. You know? Okay. Anyway. I know the sham wow guy who beats up hookers and I know yeah. the, the dead Billy Mays guy who 
died doing coke off of hookers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Reality. Flander. <laughs> reality TV. I uh, hate effing reality TV. And I'm going to preface everything with an effing, I think. Yeah. yeah. Just to give you, you know, how much That I one made like my it. list. I hate those shows. Every stinking one of them. Except professional football, which is a reality show, but at least huh. you don't know what's going to happen at the end usually. Like yesterday. Go Colts. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, the what I like to call the karaoke shows. American Idol... Oh, oh my uh, God! Yeah, America's Got Talent. Like where they're creating stars, and you're like that. They're creating ass, is what they're creating. I'm like that know? goes against what music is supposed to be. Yeah. It's they, you know to take something and make it formulaic and boring, and yeah. just to create. Yeah. I mean, it has its market. Yes, I get it. Fourteen year old girls love that shit, but as like music yeah. is supposed to be more of a free expression like yeah. oh my god it's disgusting to me that like it's like all these freaking Miley Cyrus just churning them out they look exactly, exactly the same they sound exactly the same and oh, oh my god yeah that's I mean you know no you know some of these people are probably are probably like half decent singers well, still there of course but but to just all right, yeah, yeah go ahead yeah enough <laughs> enough of that crap Okay, another thing that's kind of a weird one. It's not on every show, but I've been noticing is like they have short seasons now. It's like when like something like The Walking Dead comes in, they have two eight season eight uh. eight show segments, and that's it. And then they spread them out so it goes like half the year. But it's like sixteen episodes. That's it. You know, yeah, I just yeah. kind of find that to be not really uh, not enough. Boy, you might have to turn on the light. Okay. I have a hard time seeing some of this. There we stuff. go. That better. Okay. Um, this is another one that I've just noticed. Well, it's been going around for a while, but it's kind of been annoying me. Reruns, but not the reruns that you think that I'm talking about. I don't mind seeing reruns of Gilligan's Islands or F Troop and stuff like that. But do I really need to see, like, three hours of reruns of Big Bang Theory every oh, like night? like modern shows. Or Modern Family on TBS? No, no, I mean, like, modern shows. Like, yeah. Because like, they'll, they'll even do that, like, what, NCIS... There's never not an NCIS on TV. I know. Like, you find them, and you're just like, well, there it is. There's... I was, like, watching, flipping around, and I see, like, TBS is showing Big Bang Theory. I don't really care for this show, so I turn I turn it off, and I go back an hour later, and there's another episode no, there, they, and it's like... They buy it up, and they just keep playing it, man. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, it's just like... I... I yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm getting sick of all these freaking award shows, too. It's like, how many of them? Are? The American Music Award, the Grammys, the MTV Awards, the Golden Globe Awards, the Academy Awards, the This Award, the That Award, the, the Let's SPs. Feel Good About Ourselves Award. That's yeah. what it is. It's all yeah. like just... Yeah, it's like, oh, come on, man. Just One of the things that's off of that, based on that, yeah, yeah. I've never... My mentality or my brain, I could never wrap my head around like that people that watch that and obsess over that like oh the you know like look who what they wore and look who they're with and look at this stuff and i'm like what do you even care about this like i don't see how there's any viewership for like that kind of stuff and i'm like it, ha it has no value in my brain to me it's the same as as modelings models at least models are you no know, they're anorexic goofy looking people not, not the victoria's secret with ones, um though. yeah well not them and yeah. with that are wearing shit that no one would wear like it's it's just one big circle jerk. It as is as like I'm that that see that whole modeling, fashion fashion design fashion modeling seems to me like the only people it's self sustaining because yeah. nothing else comes from it, 
oh, look at that. Really, a, a heroin chick walking around with a garbage can on her, whatever. You're like, oh, that's that's fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be more interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just about. Okay, but anyway, on with that. Let's see, what else did I put? Oh, yeah. And and this one this one you won't agree with me but and I'm not talking about a, any specific what well, I am talking <laughs> okay. about Go ahead. Show, snarky cartoons I'm getting sick of snarky cartoons oh, I'm getting like, sick of Adult Swim I'm getting sick of like Family Guy and like, you know, all that Adult stuff. Swim seems to be like well let's just make it the dumbest thing you can possibly make it and people will watch it like yeah like there's squid billies and stuff like that and you're like what why what is this I don't understand this okay and then I think my last one. I think it is my last one. Oh, no, I got two more. Oh, uh, music channels that don't play music. Yeah, that's a good one, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. MTV. Yeah, MTV, wow. VH1, all that crap. You know, it's like, wait a minute, I thought you were supposed to play music, not reality TV no. or, like, game shows. Or, like, VH1 Classic, we'll show good things like that, metal show and stuff like that. But then every night now, they're showing The Breakfast Frickin' Club and, yeah. like, 80s movies. But, I mean, okay, fine, show it once, but, like, every other week... I mean, come on! You're a music effing oh, channel, okay? Is the, is the metal show still on? Yeah, they they got a new season. There's another one that only has like 16 episodes. A I year. used to DVR them, but then I was like, eh. There's I new ones know. coming on in January, but they're so it's so like buried in between all the garbage that VH1. Mm-hmm. I like VH1 Classic. I just wish they would play more rock movies or rock shows. I don't yeah. need freaking. St. Elmo's Fire or Breakfast Club or hey, you come know, on, man. Stripes. That defined a generation, dude. Yeah, on yeah. primetime, show me a rock movie, man. It's a it's VH1 classic rock, you know. Yeah, come on, true. dumbasses. Okay, and then um, what was the last one? Uh, short season. Okay, yeah. Seven, 1,000 channels and like about Three. four or any good. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing on. You know, one of the worst for me is there's a um, there's a channel that's locked that I would have to pay for, and I'm already paying from what I my what I consider oh, an exorbitant I got amount. Another one. I got another one. About there, there's like a lot of money I pay for my cable each year, me each too. month, and I get to this one, and there's a there's like a national not national geographic national pornographic no, a history channel. Yeah. But one of the history channels, and they always have one titled like. Uh, the history of electric guitars, and it's every locked. time I go, oh, and it goes, no, nope, this is a pay channel. I was like, you know what? I pay you enough goddamn money. <laughs> Unlock this, you stupid asses. You're getting two hundred bucks from me a month. Give me this freaking yeah, channel, you yeah. s- you scumbuckers. And, and, and that's the channel that always has like history of the samurai, electric guitars, yeah. you know, super cool cars. And I'm like, why are you? History of naked hot chicks. Yeah, and it's freaking locked. It's always locked. It's always locked. Oh. Here's one. One of the main ones. I almost forgot the last one. The freaking little pop-ups that come up on the bottom of the screen when you're watching a show. Oh, it's like yeah. you're watching a movie and all of a sudden the there's bugs, like... The bug crawls. Yeah, yeah, a little guy pops up. He goes, watch Big Bang Theory next. No, Big Bang my ass, you son of bitches. You know? No, the funniest thing was... Um, I know you, you mentioned hating them, and, and I'm with you. The family guy... They actually, like, in the middle of their show, they made fake ones. Oh, well, and, that's cool. And Stevie was sitting there was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are we bothering you? Go ahead. And they were like, oh, look at them. And they had, like, fake guys, like, shoving each other. Oh, look at Jocelyn uh, Buzzies. They're, uh, they're always jostling each other around. They're, they're I hate that fun. crap. You're watching a movie, and it's, like, coming up next CSI and, or, or something, or some yeah. little character comes up, and I was like, oh, somebody just learned how to do Photoshop, oh, I guess. I think Simpsons did that, too. 
where there was like a, a fox football guy and Marge yeah. killed it with bug spray. Like it, it ran out and she was like, ah! and she sprayed it with bug spray in the middle of a show. It was great. And it was as, really funny. as good as The Simpsons probably is, they did invent the snark. <laughs> they brought it. Brought the I know everyone makes fun of them. They're no, they're no good anymore. I was like, well, yeah. After twenty nine seasons, you're gonna run out of ideas too. All right, onto my list. Uh, mine's gonna be a little bit less, maybe less angry. I don't know. You have a lot of rage. I, yeah, towards... I had a lot of rage today. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. All right, my first one. The white guy's the butt of every joke. Oh, oh yeah. God! If you're a white guy, you're so dumb. Oh, oh. You're, you're so funny. You don't you don't get things. You're so you funny. You don't know how to you're do so dishes. Stupid. You don't know how to cook or clean. You're such a goofball. And if you're if there's and if oh if you have a white guy uh, or a white guy a, a white woman and a black guy together, yeah. oh yeah. man, the white guy he's the Dummy, he's the butt of every joke. Oh, 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 ever. How about I forgot about this one, but it goes along kind of like that. How about the 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 what was going on for a while? There was a show about the fat guy with the hot wife. They had the fat comedian guy with the hot oh, wife. Oh right, right, right. There yeah, a few of those, and I was like, yeah, Fred yeah. Flint, the, Fred, the Fred Flintstone uh, yeah, 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 thing, where it's thing, like, yeah. Okay, number two, kids are always smarter than adults. This is in movies and TV. Yeah, oh, those little pranksters, they're so smart. The eight-year-old kids are the darndest thing. Yeah, they're smarter than adults. Yeah, uh-huh. they are. Right. Have you met any kids lately? Yeah, whatever. Okay, third one, laugh tracks. Yeah. I don't know. I put that on there kind of as a... They don't... If 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 I can tell they're there, they bother me. I, I had a friend who gave me one of the great, greatest quotes about laugh tracks. He was talking about MASH, and they, they had taken away the laugh track, and he goes, yeah, it sucks now, because I don't know when to laugh anymore. Yeah, there yeah you go. right. Okay. Now this is one that I've noticed. It's coming to uh, being like on a lot of shows. I used to watch Criminal Minds, but I got. I, I, what happens with me is I'll watch a show for a little while, then I kind of go, "Okay, I'm done here." Um, and I was watching NCIS. I hadn't watched it for a long time, but I started watching it uh, over in Korea because it was on the One English Channel, and then so you got hooked. I got hooked a little bit. Now they were kind of an okay uh, show. But this season, they killed off one of their characters. No, it didn't kill her off. They just, she left. Um, and she was the, the feisty uh, super fighter uh, Jew girl. So she, <laughs> Jewish girl. I wasn't saying that derogatory. That was her character. They, 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 they literally said feisty fighter Jewish girl. You what know, show was this again? NCIS. Really? Yeah. Wow. So she left to go back to whatever. she And they had... Now they've written in the God character. Now the God character is one of those people, they're usually plucky or quirky in some way, but they're always fairly attractive, and they they have a photographic memory, and oh, they know yeah. everything, and they're the smartest person in the world. Sometimes they're a hacker, sometimes they're whatever, like a, there's that skinny goofball on Criminal Minds, and he just knows everything. He's an idiot savant who knows the entire universe. And that's, they write these people into the characters. And I, as soon as that girl came on, she's like talking about how she read the, the, the forensics manual last night, you know, 780 pages. And I went, oh no, they've got a God character. And she's plucky and blonde. You cheap bastards. Like the writers just go, look, anytime we're in a loophole, 
anytime we have to explain anything, yeah. we just just everyone turns to God character and they go, "Well, that's because the African ant migrates on the back of a swallow once a month yeah, in every yeah. every third decade." They, You're they like, have to explain off the show, and it's just cheap. It's yeah. a cheap, shitty thing, and every show got one now, and they're just geniuses. Have you ever met a genius? No, no one ever has. Okay, and now number four on my one, two, three, number five on mine is reality TV, which for all yeah. the reasons and more. Um, if you can point a point a camera at somebody, why not? My my worst, the worst for me is Honey Boo Boo. Like they're starting to point cameras at people that should be national shame, not propped up. <laughs> like they, like other countries kill those kind of people and they just go away and the, those families don't aren't there anymore. But for some reason, America is so self loathing, we prop up our embarrassment and say, "Look at isn't that funny? Uh, let's go to the swamp critters." And well, you're kinda, like, and Jesus. I think Christ. it makes Northerners feel like smart. <laughs> it makes people on the on the extreme north and the extreme south or extreme east and west. Yeah, I mean, right. feel, feel better. They feel, feel smarter. Yeah, They're like, yeah. So, yeah. Thank God we're not those people. Yeah, All right. The next right. one. Playing the same commercial over and over and oh, yeah. over. Sometimes they play the same commercial in the same commercial block. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it. I get it. I get it, Hyundai. You're yeah. super. I don't need to see your commercial every freaking one minute. Um, I used to think that this was regulated, but I, apparently it's not. The, the super long commercial breaks. Some commercial breaks are almost oh, so like, like three eight, minutes long. No, something. they're longer than that. I've got another one too that I'm going to tell yeah. at the end. I got okay. another one, but yeah. But the really long commercial breaks, and you're just like, can we just wrap this up? And sometimes shows will do like the super long one, go back to a half minute of show, and then go to a short commercial break, and you're like, look, stop, stop it. This is this isn't even a show anymore, you know. Um, well, how wrestling cuts sometimes, like if you watch WWE, they cut. <laughs> to commercials twice within one match, and you're like, "What are you doing?" I know. It's All right. Um, one of the things that really irks me is when old people are used ironically for humor, like an old woman that says some slang, or an old oh, an old yeah, guy yeah, who's yeah. like the computer hacker genius, and you're like, "Just stop it. Just go away. Yeah, you're, enough. You're done here." Um, ah. <laughs> I'll say this one for last because I don't want to. I don't want to triple up on commercials. Okay. Um, next one is dramatic recreations. Now oh, yeah, I yeah. watch a, a lot of um, that. What's that murder channel now? I Mystery. Don't I don't know. Something, it, but it, it has like deadliest women on it. It has like it's all just murder it's vision. Reality. No. Well, no, no. It's no, a reality th- show. Well, oh, no, no. This, this is this is like based on stuff that really happened. So I, I mean, yeah, it's like a crime drama. Okay, stuff. I see what you mean. Yeah. But they're recreating something that happened in the 1800s, and and it's just like these uh, these actors that they get for this stuff are just hacks, you know. And and you're like, okay, I don't know, I don't think that's exactly how it happened. And we're watching something that's being, you know, dramatically recreated, you know. Um, the next one is on my list is the long, the further away from a time period you get, the more like distilled and reduced and condensed the snippet of that decade is yeah. where you know if you're talking about the 60s it's, it's literally woodstock hippies uh nixon more hippies the yeah. end like and it's out and it's always set to what's uh, in the dark room or the white room yeah, and that's it and, room, yeah. yeah and it's the same shit cream. and a cream and that's the only representation the of a decade 
that I even have. I don't even remember the that's 60s, 70s, 80s. That's yeah, all that, that happened. That's all that was there. Yeah, 70s, keep on trucking, yeah, and, and, and uh, Jimmy Carter, Billy Beer, yeah, the that's end. that's it. That's it. And, don't and worry about it. The further away from a decade you get, it just reduces more and more that's and more need. until... That's all you need. Until they, it's just a literally a 40s, not even 40, 12-second snippet. Yeah, and they're like, okay, that was the 60s. Now forget about it. That's it. Um, that's all. Uh, this made my list as I hate it, but it actually ma- it actually is very humorous and makes me laugh. Um, multi-ethnic street gangs. Like, if anyone's doing any raping or robbing or mugging, there's going to be one white guy, one Asian guy, one PC. black guy, and, and probably some woman in there, but that, that doesn't have to be represented. But they're all there, and now, and now there'll be one Middle Eastern because everyone has to be represented. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it's a demographic, you know. We want to sell commercial <laughs> to everybody, you know. So we want rapists of every nationality. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> and one that's kind of specific, but uh, I had it had to make the list because it enrages me. I like um, football. I like watching football a lot. The the NFL. The NFL is really kind of like tedious to watch. Um, with the commercials, mm. they go to a commercial every break. They go to a commercial after every kick. And God help you, yesterday I was watching a game and a player got hurt. And it was, uh, it was two minutes and 12 seconds left in the half. They showed a long commercial break, came back and said, oh, because that player got hurt, there was a 10-second runoff. Two-minute warning. We they went right back to commercials, and like mm. at the end of each half, at the end of every game, teams have uh, timeouts. You literally watch a quarterback scuttle, scuttle and then fall down. Timeout. Commercials. Back. The quarterback hands off. He falls down. Timeout. Commercials. We're back. The uh, the last one minute of football game is literally thirty minutes of your life. Twenty nine minutes of it are freaking commercials and it's it's to the point where you can't it's almost unwatchable you know you should it's like holy shit just it's too much they 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 just keep doing it and then when you watch soccer and there's no commercials you're almost like wow i'm watching like a game of soccer like this is watching a game it's totally different i'm not a big soccer fan but the first time i ever watched it like world cup like every american i watched it the first game of the world cup we lose and then that's the end of it i never watch soccer again and um, and you're just like, wow, this is a game. I'm watching a game, not just commercials. But you, but you know what? But still, regardless shit. of this, regardless of your, you know, uh, not liking that, which which actually this falls into your commercials, you know, category before, right. but you exp- you know expounded on it or whatever. Football still is the best game to watch on television. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, King Don or baseball fans or whatever. I get bored watching a baseball game. I get bored watching. Uh, football, uh, soccer game. I get watch, bored watching a a baseball game. But if I'm watching a football game, regardless of the commercials, I get up and get something to eat or go to the bathroom. Oh, I football know, is the best sport to watch on television. Well, they package it that way. It's just more dramatic than all yeah. the other ones. You know, it's all the ways the angles are, the way the shots are. What happened yesterday in the greatest game ever played? <laughs> go Colts. Settle <laughs> anyway, down. settle down, <laughs> dude. That was the that was the the second greatest comeback of all time in playoffs. The first being the when the Buffalo Bills beat the uh, Houston beat the Houston Texans. I yeah. saw that. I was standing in a Sears when that happened. And Andy Reid needs to lose weight. <laughs> I was sad only because 
I and I get that's your team, and I'm not bashing yeah. them at all. I wanted them to do something. The, the the Chiefs because of that story, because of like the turnaround and how good and everything like that. But but they're, they're not good. But, they're, but you know what? They're they done. They, any, any team they beat, this would go slow football or go go. Right? Yeah, no, we're any not team, gonna. We're any not team doing they this. played <laughs> with a winning record, they lost to. Yeah, they're terrible. I mean, they're never gonna win again. But they should have won that game yesterday. They're gonna go to two to fourteen, and they're never gonna be in the playoffs again as long as. At any rate, the Chiefs. Uh, anyway, besides that, yeah, enough no, of slow football. Here's another one that I forgot. And okay. This is gonna go on forever. But anyway, this is one that you <laughs> no, never. It's not because we got a movie we gotta get to. Well, it, yeah, it'll it'll be quick. It'll be quick and painless and awesome, dude. Did you ever? Do you ever come across sometimes? Let's say at night you leave the TV on because I like to fall asleep usually with the TV on. The timer goes off. Have you ever come across that beautiful, soothing, even though they're important, emergency broadcast thing <laughs> in the middle of the night that scares wakes the I scares the living f out of me? I don't. They don't do it anymore. But at least I love that test pattern with the Indian head. I actually have that. I used to use that in the Dub 420 project. Like, I would just put that in there randomly, like, and it would just screech, and then people would be like, nah, and then it would go back to the scene. No, now, like, now you're, now if something's on, and you, all of a sudden this little crawl comes on, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my imitation for you as performance art, and it goes a little something like this. A, a dramatic recreation. A dramatic <laughs> recreation. It goes a little bit like this. <laughs> And this robotic voice that sounds like, you know, the crank from outer space goes, This is a message from the emergency broadcast system. Had this been a real Had disaster. Had this been a real disaster, you'd be dead. Thank you very much. And here it goes again at 1230 midnight, so I will scare the living shit out of you while you're sleeping, you know. Fuck you, <laughs> emergency broadcast system. Yes. Anger. Anger. Lots of it. All right, and what did we miss? You let us know. We're going to take a quick trailer break, and when we come back, we have 10 minutes to talk about the greatest movie of all time. You got a hunch. The Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats is an important motion picture. Do not let this title fool you. Not since Gone with the Wind has a film provided an audience with more compassion, more drama, more production value. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. However, if you thought Animal House was fun, you'll love the Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom Pussycats. Rated R for obvious reasons. Sure, sure why wouldn't you? All right, we're back. Wait, I don't have my ears on, but I will now. Here, uh, oh my thank God, you. I can hear everything. Thanks to the Kinky Coaches and the Pom Pom girls, girls, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Pom Pom. Uh, all right. Hey, if you were like, wow, what's a really popular movie? And you were like, The Terminator. And then, and you're like, what's a really wacky decade? And you'd be like, oh, the 80s, man. They were like crazy and stupid. They had frizzy hair. And frizzy hair and like neon colors. And if you put those two things in a blender and then took a nude chick and rubbed the blender on her and then dumped it out on the celluloid, what do you think you'd get? Lady Terminator. <laughs> Lady Terminator. She's back. Yeah. A great movie. We, we watched. From Indonesia. An Indonesian movie. Dubbed um, in English. Dubbed in English, but it looked like it was in English, so I don't know what that was about. But I don't either, but it was it was dubbed especially well, <laughs> I must say. <sighs> One of the people that did the voiceovers for, for Max, he actually does a lot of Disney stuff. He's, does he really? Yeah, yeah, he's a real, really prominent voice actor. Good for I him. didn't look at any of the other ones. I'm assuming they would be too. But yeah, this was, um, holy hell. There was a movie called Lady Terminator. And um, and there is a movie called Lady Terminator. Yes, there is still. And we if did you, watch it. What, what the, the long story short is I had delusions of grandeur that when I did the 100th an, uh, 
100th episode show, I was going to watch all the Terminators, and then I saw Lady Terminator on Netflix, too, and I said, well, I'm going to add that, too. Like, I wanted to watch all the Terminators, and then Lady Terminator. Yes. Just to have, like, another Terminator in there for no reason. Little did you know. That didn't happen, and none of that happened, and slow mail and slow me. So, this shows up three days too late, of course, and I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll keep it and watch it anyway, because why wouldn't I? And then, with the emergency broadcast uh, email that I got, or, or text <laughs> yeah, message right. I got from Dr. Yeah, Morbius last night, last at night like, uh, 11 o'clock Because we, we both did the same thing. I was like, I'll watch it like when, after football, Saturday night or Sunday morning, right before we do the show. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's fresh in my mind. Exactly. <laughs> and then I got that text, and I was like, well, shit. And I was like, okay. I said, ah. The light bulb went up. I was like, I got Lady Terminator. Let's, that looks horrible. Let's watch that. And we and, did. And we did. And, uh, and thanks to Netflix for screwing up once again our movie we were supposed to watch. Yeah. But it turned out good. So Lady Terminator was a woman named Barbara Ann Constable. Who did only this movie. Everyone on this. I looked up the cast. There's one, two, three, four, five, six people in the cast. Five of the six have one movie credit, and that would be Lady Terminator. And that's greatness right and there. The other one is somebody, what, what, what's the name of this guy? Uh, uh, I Kang Fwazi. He's done a lot of stuff. Looks like it's a lot of myths. And, and Barbara Ann Constable has the look and the jacket and the thing of like some 1980s uh, girl group. Strip club. Uh, or like, like Bengals or Go-Go's. Like. No, no, more like the, more like the, there was one group called Expose that were like kind of like semi-disco, semi-pop oh, or whatever. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they were like poppy, you know, girl bands. But Barbara Ann Constable is pretty good looking. Yeah, so, yeah she know, is. Yeah. Right off the bat. You're like, what is this? Because it starts off and there's a voiceover that says, some things from history should remain in the past. And you're like, what? And then then there's you cut to an attractive woman having sex with a chandelier on her head. And then, uh, and she's killing people with her, with her, with her naughty bits. And, and then you're like, what am I watching here? And then some guy <laughs> takes a snake out of her naughty, naughty parts. And then, then you're really like, what? And she's like, I'm going to kill your great-great-granddaughter. And at that point, you're like, okay, movie, time out. What are you doing here? He takes here? a snake out and turns it into like a, a knife. Dagger. A dagger. It's, it's yeah. one of those uh, twisted, bla- twisted blades. That would hurt. Um, very impractical knives. Yeah. From all design standpoints, those twisted blades are just stupid. Even though but, um, we'll be having an infomercial for those <laughs> later on. <laughs> Billy Mays here. Have you ever yeah. wanted to kill somebody with a knife that looks like a snake? Maybe we can uh, get Willie yeah. Mays. <laughs> no, we'll get Sham Wow Guy and he'll kill us with it afterwards. Yeah, him too. So, at this point, you're kind of like, all right, movie, what is, what is this? And then... There's a lot of sweeping shots and slow motion of waves that don't even show you where they are. And then it pans back and you're like, oh, this is Indonesia. Because it has that, like, kind of Middle Eastern, kind of Asian-looking building in the set. You know, and you're like, okay, this is either a set from Street Fighter. It's not. Or it's uh, Indonesia, and that's where it is. And And then you go to this, like... Where does it go next? It goes to, to like, um, she's, she goes, she goes she's an archaeologist or whatever. Yeah, I'm an archaeologist, and I want this book, and this guy's, like, this <laughs> nanny goat guy who's wafer thin. I think I could throw this guy, like, 30 feet. Yeah. I mean, literally, I could pick him up and just huck him like a football. And uh, and he's like, 
this is very dangerous, and he, and that that's not far well, off. I mean, from did, his voice. did we talk about when when he took the dagger out of the lady? She 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 like disappeared. But he says you're gonna curse your great great grand. Yeah, that's and that's why that, that. that's why I said what. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, then, and then we cut to modern day with the archaeologist. That woman. that girl was kind of pretty, but she she, she had some weirdness going on with her head. Like she had a chandelier on her head, <laughs> with like things in her ears and yeah, things. Yeah, like, and I was 80s. like, what what is this? What it are you doing here? And um. Yeah, so then she says, I don't care, give me the book. And then and then she's like, i got to do it for my thesis or I'm not going to graduate archaeology college. And you're like, I, whatever, just just, yeah. God, just roll, just go. And um, and then she she's on a boat. Wait, is it, am I saying this in the right order? Yeah, I can't even remember it, yeah, my you're brain. Saying it, you're saying it in the right she's order. She's on yeah. this boat and there's this guy who wants to be the, the captain from Jaws. Yeah, right. He, he's, he is hamming it up. He wants to be that guy. And his assistant Popeye. Yeah. She's called Popeye in, in the movie. Oh my God. I saw a, a picture of the greatest Popeye tattoo ever. <laughs> it's on the forearm. The, it's on the forearm and he's just taking the can of spinach and it his his arm extends and the collar goes to your fist. Oh, that's like funny. so, his one arm that's blowing up is your fist, that's and it funny. goes in. It's really cool. Okay. I would get that tattoo if I could. I don't have any tattoos anyway. So he, um, then he he's being the captain from Jaws, and right off the bat, you'll notice everything in this movie is kind of from another movie, but like Terminator, kind, but kind of <laughs> not. Yeah, there are three scenes from this movie that are shot for shot ripoffs of Terminator, even. We'll get to it. Okay, so she's like, oh, but I'm going to go to this underground sea where the sea witch... What's her name? The, the sea oh, witch. Oh, yeah, the sea witch. Something along those lines. The, Something the, the sea yeah. witch is... is anyway, so anyway, so she 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 goes under. She she puts on her goggles and her aqualung. And <laughs> she goes under. And then when she's going under and swimming, all of a sudden a, a typhoon hits or something and like knocks the ship out. And then all of a sudden she passes out or she goes into some kind of a... You know, trance state down there. She wakes yeah. up on a bed. She wakes up tied to this white bed, and it's an enormous bed. Yeah. The evil like something Hugh Hefner the, would say. The queen of the sea? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And she's tied down, and a snake goes down into her nether regions, just like that one that was the killer. Yeah. And that tra- that then then she goes, ah, and then... She comes and out. That would be the evil spirit of the, the of the sea witch. coming back to get you know yeah, um, vengeance the, against the great granddaughter, the of, great granddaughter of that dude. dude. And and when you're like, what? Okay. And then, and then and then we, we you have to think about it this way: the great granddaughter of the dude, which will be re, which will be introduced a little of uh, you know a little bit later, is John Connor. Sure, why not? Basically. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no, Andrew Reese. Okay. The yeah. father, like he pretends to be the the cop who saves the, this girl, is the the Andrew Reese. But Andrew, the girl the, is Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Andrew but the girl Reese is John Connor, school. though. Uh, yeah, yeah. The girl is playing. No, no, no. The player. The girl would be Linda Hamilton. No, no. But the the, the descendant is John Connor because he comes to kill the descendant. Isn't that the pro? Wasn't that the premise of? Uh, Terminator that they come to kill the you know no, the, the, the they mother came to kill they the, the mom the that's so that's right. what they're doing that's so right. the the lady yeah, okay that's this right. lady with the snake in her nether regions is now the Terminator and she even she comes walking out of the beach naked just like the Terminator did when he went through that time travel thing so that's where it kind of picks up the parallels are loose but they're there yeah and then there's two dudes who are drunk on the beach and they're playing. Uh, a bit part for Bill Paxton in the original Terminator. He That's was right. he was one of the three gang members. He's like, oh, laundry day, no la- no f- no clean clothes to wear. That's right, yeah. And then Terminator kills them and takes their clothing, while she kills them and takes their clothing. That's 
but she kills them in the same manner by having sex with them and then so then it picks up it goes after she gets the clothing and walks off it goes to this oh no wait there was other parts too because we, we meet Max the, the head white cop in Indonesia in that bar Oh, with the, with the with the, the two d- girls are getting hassled. The, yeah, the, and the dude with the uh, ultimate mullet. Oh my god, it was glorious. Was it was a ginger mullet. It was a Mexi mullet, but it, it was, was ginger. Mullet, yeah. And this, I these. Oh my god, it was crazy. Yeah. So these two guys come in. They're like, they're like being thugs, and he's one guy grabs a girl. He's like, you're gonna, I'm gonna show you my penis and whatever. And then this cop knocks him out and throws him to his buddies, and his buddies kick him out. So, um, boy, this is a show of interruptions <laughs> right now. I'm gonna. Okay, that editing. was. Yeah, this is an angry show. That that was a show no. of editing too. So yeah, right. Okay, so the neighbor. I closed the window because the neighbor's dog decided it was time to bark a lot. Okay, so um, they're in a bar and uh and now my brain's all frazzled. I'm getting pissed. They're off. in a bar and a fight <laughs> ensues. Yeah. So, and then he's like, "Oh, that reminds me of my." Oh, that's when he meets his girlfriend, who becomes his wife. Who dies? But this is all off. This is all off camera. Yeah. He 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 meets this girl and she's like, oh, that's great. And then later they show him pining over a a picture of her because that's later re- revealed that she died. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And uh, it, it's one of those plot point called the sacks. You're like, who cares? It right. Doesn't matter. Right. Um. So then then you go back to now it's in in this mall, and this is totally an Indonesian mall, and and then and um. You these meet two valley girls. You meet these valley girls. Yeah. Oh, damn it. This movie is First you see that girl doing a video when Lady Tam- Terminator is naked meditating in a hotel room. Right, right. With a yeah. bar and the and the hotel security has Uzis. No, they they weren't Uzis, they were Mac 10s. That was just this that was an Uzi knockoff back in the 80s. So they come up and she kills them, but then they show this girl on TV and like lasers are coming out of Lady Terminator's breasts and eyes and blowing stuff yeah. up. And you're like, what is going on here? You know, so you meet the cop and then you meet Lady Terminator's meditating and then you see the video. Then the, then it goes to the, the that girl from the video walking out of this building and the news team's there and they're like, oh, you're really popular. Aren't you famous? And she's like, oh, I don't want to be famous. I just want to be famous and uh, this this goes nowhere and it's just dumb and boring and then she goes oh, okay and then now we're introduced to the linda hamilton character because this this pop star who's being famous right, right. has the gem of the from the descendant so she know that's the granddaughter right so she knows that's the one she's got to kill right that's the one she's got to kill she sees her and then she's now she's on the hunt and um they fast forward to this girl's in concert we had to see her video. Yeah, you know? her video, and it's, it, it's '80s. It's '80s, and that's where you go. Oh my God, is this '80s? Because they're wearing leg warmers and that, that sweatband, the matching headband, and they have like that. In the '80s, girls wore these big puffy shirts that were kind of almost to their knees, but not quite, and they had spandex and stuff. There was a lot going on, and this was really '80s. And I think the, I think the. Um, Indonesia and like the Philippines and stuff. Well, I think TV they was everywhere, man. I, and I think they really loved the '80s. Like yes. as a culture, I think 
the veneer of the 80s was very popular there. Yeah. Lots yeah. of mirrors and lots of that shit. It was you like know. that everywhere. The Miami Vice stuff and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it hit the way worldwide. It, yeah. it was a worldwide, but, but Asia was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's our time to it shine. still are, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> so, so... All the keys are in place, and the cops is sitting there for some reason. Watch, there he's at the concert, and this is the first direct ripoff. Yes, yes where because yes, this is the tech noir scene. The t- in the Terminator in the original Terminator, Linda Hamilton's running away from from who she thinks is trying to kill her, who was Kyle Reese, the person that was actually trying to save her. So they end up in this Technoir bar, which was just some poppy synth electronica bar in L.A. This part here is a cheap knockoff, but it's shot for shot. Even to where, like, did, did you see where that he falls on her to save her? Yeah. That was in the Technoir scene, where, the, but in the la- lady gets shot and falls on Linda Hamilton. And right, then he changed right. the thing. Ch- the Lady Terminator changes her clip, just like Tur- Arnold did. And the other cop starts blasting her with a shotgun, and she flies to the window like that. Like, and this isn't like, oh, this was influenced by it. This was no homage to. This was like shot for shot, the same scene, you know. And that's where you're like, okay, this is a Terminator. And, and why not? Yeah, I guess. Who cares, right? You're like, whatever. Why write something when I can just steal it? I mean, it? if you're going to call it Lady Terminator... I mean, you know. Do it, yeah. Just they it. just didn't have the money to do everything, or they would have done exactly the same. So you, you get the big shoot them up there, yep. and like you know, just like Terminator and, and all that stuff. You can tell none of these people have ever handled guns. That's that's good. That's comforting to know, actually. Yeah, dude, they, I was like, oh my god, the, the way just the way they hold them, the way they handle them, you can kind of tell when it's natural, and you can tell what it isn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, well, <laughs> like like nobody there had ever. Did they had. look to you like they were real guns? Because I'm not sure mm. if they were props or they were real guns. They looked like they were either M15s or M16s. I think they were M16s, but um. They probably were were prop guns, but they were very well made prop guns. I mean, they might have just been decommissioned military rifles. You know? Okay. So anyway, and then from then on, it becomes the chase, right? To get you know to kill the girl, and then you're basically going to go through all these like different adventures. I guess we're getting close to the end of the show, so yeah, we we, we got we, we to speed it up a little bit. We're already a few minutes you know? over, but so we're going to get we're going to you know they're basically chasing her exactly like in Terminator. Those are the police station. Yeah, scene. they do the police station scene. Now you take. There's three scenes from the original Terminator that like kind of grab you. They're very visceral. They're very like, oh, like you remember them if you've seen the Terminator. I guess the first one would be, would be when the nude scene. Yeah. Arnold's walking there naked. Lady Terminator's walking there naked. Then the Technar scene, which yeah. was the which was the first time you you get a sense of how unstoppable he is. Right. That's where Lady Terminator shoots him up. Right. Then you get the cop scene where Arnold come, drives in. It's like, no, no, you're going to be safe, Linda Hamilton. You're in a cop station. Which, up to that point, people did say, yeah, I'm safe. I'm in yeah. a cop station. And Arnold drives his car in and, dis- and kills every single person there. Except, of course, Kyle Reese and Linda Hamilton, who escape. Right, right. Uh, Sarah Connor. I keep calling her Linda Hamilton, but you get it. So, and then, everyone remembers the eye-cutting yep. scene from The Terminator. Those are the scenes that Lady Terminator said those were important. We're going to steal them, and they did. Exactly. You know, and she she even did the thing where she took a wire to make it dark. She like fried the in Terminator. He's the first one of the first things he does is he shoots people and he fries the electrical system because he knows darkness. Humans can't see well, but he's a machine he can see well. 
So that gives the advantage to him. She does the same thing. Like, there's some of the stuff where you're like, oh my god, these are exactly the same shot. And that's great. It is. It's funny. And that's what it is. Because the Terminator is basically a a montage of other movies anyway. So this is like, you know, a year later, or maybe not even a year later, they're already doing a a rip-off of Terminator. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, they had their 80s fashions, and they had their 80s movies that they're ripping off, and that's great. I like, sometimes I like the rip-off better than the original, honestly. Well, I wouldn't say that for this one, but that's where we're going to differ. Because I'm a huge Terminator fan, obviously. I like it, too. But, um, so, yeah... And um, they they kind of recreated the, the the under the bridge scene. There was a touching moment where Kyle Reese talks to Sarah Connor about, you know, I came through time for you. I love you. You know, I had a picture. You were the only woman that I've ever loved, and uh, it's very touching. And they kind of did that, but a little bit differently. Same same general thing. They made love. Now Max the cop and plucky gal the the video lady i don't even know what her yeah, the don't descendant know. the, 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 the great granddaughter yeah, the great granddaughter yeah. are now an item so that there's a reason to have to save her and, uh, and then they have the shootout and then the the, the mexi the ginger mexi mullet guy shows up again yeah. with this weird tank car thing a lot of Indonesian cars getting thrown around like matchboxes. And, and then, and then, and then, you know, she's she's down to her laser beams. But then, when they, they actually do recreate the scene where they blow them up, and then she comes out of the ashes. That's another scene yeah. that they recreate. She comes out of the ashes, and she's kind of a cool-looking monster at the end. Yeah, you know? she's cool. She reminded me a little looking. bit of those Filipino horror movies, like but Mad Doctor Blood Island or whatever. She's pretty gored up looking and cool. So she comes out and she's all like, and they just like freaking, they're shooting at her, but she's still like shooting laser beams out of her yep. eyeballs. And, or and, and then then they, well, how'd they, how'd they dispatch of her? They, oh, well, they, don't you remember? They, she's chasing they, them. They go up the stairs. They go up the stairs. And they're hitting her with the pipe just like they were hitting the Terminator yeah, with the pipe. They, yeah, exactly. There's more than, a, there's more than, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's a lot of scenes, you know, and basically, basically they're getting up there and she's got, she beats the hell out of everybody except for the the cop and the and the main girl are still alive. But she's ready getting the strength. And then all of a sudden the girl pulls out the knife. The knife. The twisted. The twisted knife. The twisted sister blade. And she just the twisted. And she goes, I'm blade. not gonna take it. Exactly. And she pops her right in the chest. That's right. And Terminator just flies away into the heavens. And yeah. And then and then they walk off together and in into the sunset. And uh, and and we. And scene. Yeah, and 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 we just experienced eighty minutes of greatness. <laughs> the end? Question mark. That would have been funny. They yeah, didn't do the question mark, but they were. So, um, Lady Terminator, man, you know, it's a wild ride. It was crazy, horrible, very, lots of sexy uh, nude women, lots yeah. of lots of eighties. If you lots like the eighties, if you, you like cheese, if you like cheese, the eighty, the cheesy eighties. Yeah. If you like the Terminator, if, if you like if Terminator ripoffs, if you like ripoffs, then I would say you had to see this. You know, yeah. what are you gonna give this sucker? What do you? Oh, what? this uh, on on the bad movie, the B movie meter. This gets a nine, buddy. This nine. Is like, wow. This is like primo trash. Choice cuts. Yes. A A grade uh, yeah. A A plus. Grade A, yeah. yeah. Grade yeah, H. Exactly. Wow, yeah. nice. I, I'm a little bit less enthusiastic, but as we're talking about, it, I find myself laughing and like and kind of remembering, yeah, it. remembering it for what it was, and just like you're like you're saying, this is just uh, crazy. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna go a go. solid eight, you know. So that's a really <laughs> high mark for this movie that it was like <laughs> that was just just out of the blue, you know, out of the nowhere, a hidden gem, man. Hidden gem, yeah. Indonesia, we love you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I do now. I guess. I do now. Yeah, I love your movies anyway. <laughs> I love the '80s. 
I love the eighties. I, I love know, the nineties too. I'm I'm becoming more fond as I age. I'm becoming more fond of the eighties. As a child of the eighties, um, I was that. I was like, oh, I hate the eighties. I hate the eighties. But as you get older, you kind of go. Ah, there was some funny parts to it. You can laugh. You learned it. You heal. You learn to love. It was a happier time than the than yeah. the, even though I love the seventies better. The seventies became very mondo depressing, but they were actually more yeah. like there was a lot more going on that you know. Was I was at the cutting uh, edge and a lot. Of I was that. at the optometrist and I got new glasses and I tried on a pair of round eighties glasses and I was like, nice. you know, I said I wish I was popular enough to bring the eighties back. Like I, I want to wear like the round glasses and like the suspenders. Yeah, and, yeah, there and, like, you go. Just rock it, just rock it. If I had enough money, I would just every, once a week I would have like eighties day. But then again, if you wore round glasses and suspenders, you you don't want to do like a Larry King thing or no, whatever. No, I know. You know. But and and I was like, oh, and like just a couple of days before I was at like a a local Office Depot is closing only because they 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 lost the lease kind of thing. And I was in there, and I and and I saw like briefcases, and I was like, oh, I miss briefcases. Like, bring one to work. Oh, dude, that'd be so funny if I like walked in with like a briefcase. I'd be like, yeah. They'd be metal detecting you, probably. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and they could be like falling down where there's just like a, an apple in it or a sandwich. Even even like, a briefcase, maybe a lunchbox or something. <laughs> a no, lunchbox dude, in the briefcase. I want a suspenders and a briefcase. I want I want to bring it back, man. Solid. Bring it back, I be, I want to bring back the A's. I even looked at the guy, and I was like. I, I, I said, I'm not popular to bring back the 80s, but I want to. Uh, and he just laughed. I was like, eh, It's a goal. Eh. It is a goal. All right. Well, Lady Terminator is bringing back uh, snakes in nether regions and the 80s. So go and find one and buy it and love it and, and learn it. And see you next week. Bye. <laughs>